Now you are on the clock. Hey everybody, it's Darren Armani from FantasyMojo.com. It is time to grind waivers in the FFPC leagues if you've been drafting over the summer. In the Football Guys, Players Championship, the main event, in any of their classic leagues or their victory point leagues. Waiver runs begin this Friday night, September 4th at 10 p.m. So it's been fun drafting over and over, but uh, time to pay the piper and go through that preparation for waivers. Um, There's actually two waiver processes that will run prior to the start of the NFL season. We've got the one Friday night, and then we've got another one next uh, Wednesday night, right before the NFL kickoff game on Thursday night. So... What I want to do here is kind of run you through what my process is for doing waivers. Um, Everybody's got their own way of doing things. If you're newer to the FFPC, this might help you out. We've got some tools at FantasyMojo.com that will probably help you not only to organize things for submitting your waivers, but helping you... Get a get a handle on you know what the bid should be for players. We we have a process that we do. It's a data driven process. So we're going to share that with you, um, and hopefully it's it's gonna it's gonna help you. the The first part of this process is determining you know get get a, a high level view of who the players are going to be available you know a, across the the set of leagues. And, and I'm going to use the the football players championship as as an example here um, because we supply some data for that. We've got uh, player ownership percentages available on the site that will tell you exactly how owned, you know, uh, players are going to be across the whole competition. So, you know, guys like McCaffrey and Adams, all the top guys, they're going to be hundred percent owned, but there's going to be other players that will ha- be owned to a lesser extent, depending upon, when they may have come onto the scene over the course of the, the, the preseason here. You know, we've been drafting since, I guess, uh, May or June in these. Some of the players that are on the radar now weren't on the radar when the draft starts started to kick off. And they'll be available in, you know, those leagues that drafted uh, very early. You know, the fir- that's the first thing you're going to want to do uh, is, is go to FantasyMojo.com, go to the homepage, and you'll see a uh, 2020 football guys championship ownership percentages report. And that's going to list every player that's been drafted, you know, in that tournament and give you the percentages of, of ownership. So having that as, as a foundation, th- the next thing you want to do is identify of, of those players that seem to be available. Are they going to be available in your particular leagues? So two things to do that. One is obviously on the 
FFPC site, if you go to the My Teams page where it lists all your uh, your teams, what you can do there is there's basically a free agent tracker. It's just, actually it's called the free agent search, and it's at the top of the My Teams page, and you can just put in a player's name. So let's say you were searching for you know Lavisca Chenault, for instance, put him in there. You'll do a search, and it'll show you every team that owns LaVisca Chenault across all the leagues that you're entered in. So if he's not owned in a particular league, you know, then you're going to see a big green check mark that says available in the free agent column there. So that's that'll help you see where you might be able to pick that player up in a particular league and, and submit a bid. Another way that you can get a handle on you know your rosters across all the leagues is at at fantasymojo.com if you're a subscriber if you go to the login page you're going to see some reports down at the bottom Uh, most people are familiar with this this player drafted share report and that basically gives you your ownership percentages of players you know across uh, the leagues you've drafted over the course of the year there's also links there that say my 2020 roster summary file and what that is is it's an excel spreadsheet that's a dump of all of your teams into an Excel spreadsheet, and you can download that. So if you're savvy with spreadsheets, that might help you to identify, you know, maybe players that you want to drop because it's not just um, players you want to pick up. You're going to also have to identify the players that you're wanting to dump. So if I download that file and I know that, you know, I've drafted Damian Williams or Devin Funches, I can do some filtering in that spreadsheet and mark down exactly which leagues um, I'm going to want to drop that guy in. So that's that's another tool that you can do to help you to manage this process. And, you know, some, some people are in, you know, over 100 leagues, so they need as much help as they can get with managing this waiver wire process. If you're just in one or two leagues, you could probably just manage the whole thing um, on the, the FFPC My Teams page itself. But um, when you're dealing with a volume of teams, you, you, you want to have some tools to help assist you at a high level because putting in the bids is a very time-consuming process and you want to be as prepared as possible before you start putting in the bids on hopefully before Wednesday night or it's a, it's a grind I know some guys the high volume players they'll start on Tuesday or Wednesday morning and it, it could be a day-long process for some of these guys that are running a lot of teams so now let's say you, you've identified some of the players that that are potentially targets for you the next step is, you know, what should I be bidding on these guys? And especially for these first couple waiver runs, you can leverage historical bid data to get an idea of what amount you should be putting on players. If you're a subscriber to FantasyMojo.com, what you would want to do is go up into the FFPC League History pages that we have and go to the 2019 FFPC waiver wire results. If you've been following us and you subscribe to this site, or it, this, this isn't even um, in season as the waiver wires run, what we'll do is we'll run reports usually the day after those waivers run, and we'll show you all the ads and the drops that happened in the previous night's waiver run it's a pretty popular feature it'll tell you it'll list all the players for particular contests so it'll give you all the waiver summaries for football guys uh, for instance list 
who were the top added players, what the minimum bid was for the player, what the median bid was, and what the maximum bid play was. So uh, be looking for that. Um, we'll be running the 2020 numbers beginning on Saturday, I think will be our first uh, delivery of that data. So you can be looking to see what the result of that first waiver wire process is, is going to be. And it's usually a pretty heavy process because people have basically been accumulating teams and there's a lot of dead weight floating around out there. You know, I've got some Damian Williams and I've got, uh, I've got some Funches on, on a few teams. I got Darius Geis. Um, you know, those players are going to get dumped and some new players are going to get picked up. So, but what you can do is you can look at the, the, the waiver run, like look at the initial waiver run for 2019 and you'll get a, an idea of the prices that were paid for those particular players. So then what you want to do is you want to correlate players at a comparable value and last year's waiver runs to this year's. And the, the prices should be pretty similar in terms of, you know, bids that are placed on these players. Um, so what we've done here is listed out what I what I suspect are the going to be the top uh, player targets for Friday night based upon the ownership of, of these players currently in the 2020 FFPC Football Guys Players Championship. Um so, for instance, I have Chris Thompson here. He should be a popular ad. According to the data that I have here, he's owned in 93% of the leagues. But it looks like he's out, he's out there in 15 of the leagues. So you might have be one of the lucky uh, owners who are in a league where Chris Thompson is available. Now, how do we determine how much we should bid on Chris Thompson? What you will do, or what I do, is I look, okay, where is Chris Thompson? What is his ADP right now? So Chris Thompson's ADP right now is the 1201. So what I'll do is look at a player that was drafted around 1201 last year at the beginning of September, and then see where he was, you know, what were the prices paid for that player? And that'll give me a ballpark of what I should expect to play for a player of, of Chris Thompson's draft capital if, if he's available as a free agent. So the comp that we have for Chris Thompson is Jamison Crowder. In 2019, Jamison Crowder was being drafted at the 1202. And he was available in um, you know a handful of leagues, sort of like Chris Thompson is. And in that first waiver run, James, the median bid for Jamison Crowder was $240. So if you're going to bid on Chris Thompson Friday night, that's a, a, a gauge of, of what you should expect to pay. Um, that's going to be the average bid, in, in our opinion, uh, of what Chris Thompson might go for. Now, of course... The winning bids, they'll be there's going to be outliers. There's going to be people who bid much lower and people who bid much higher. Everybody's got a full bankroll in these first fab runs, and some people, it's not uncommon to see some blow seven, eight hundred dollars on a particular player, especially this year where we don't really know how long the season is going to be. Um, people might be more aggressive with waiver wire bids, getting players that they think can make an impact, because getting out to a fast start, knowing that the season may potentially end early you know there might be some people being a little more aggressive with that those fab dollars at the beginning of the year but 
assuming everything else is the same, we've come up with an average bid of $240 for, for Chris Thompson. So that's kind of the process that we go through. Look who's available, look at his draft capital, and then look for free agents that were picked up last year with similar draft capital and see what the dollar amount was that was paid for him. So we're going to run through some other players uh, that we think are going to be top targets for Friday night and give you what we think that average bid is going to be for these guys. Adrian Peterson for Washington is currently 74% owned. And he's got a draft capital right now of 1305 The comp in 2019 for a comparable player was uh, Ty Montgomery, who was going in... I think the 14th round, and the average bid for Ty Montgomery there was 165. So we think Peterson will probably be going in that, you know, upper end of the 100s as an average winning bid price in Friday night's waiver run. Benny Snell is currently 65% owned, available in around 200 football guys leagues right now. Obviously, he's been more popular as of late if you've been following the, the reports out of Pittsburgh. And so we think that he'll be highly targeted. Right now he's going at the 14-11 in football guys drafts. So we look back to 2019. We saw Mikal Hardman had an ADP of 15.03, And when he was picked up in 2019, the average winning bid was $180. So you get the idea of what we're doing here. Um, I'm going to run through some more players, but you can run through the same process if you have access to the data over at Fantasy Mojo. Um, look for the reports there, the ADP for this year, the ADP for last year, and, of course, the, the waiver wire data as well for, for last year. Next player we want to talk about is Daryl Williams. It sounds like DeAndre Washington is not really going to be the backup. It's it's questionable. It sounds more like Daryl Williams is going to be the backup to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Daryl Williams currently has an ADP of 1405, and he is only owned in 29% of the football guys' leagues. If I look at 2019 for someone drafted with uh, in that range, we had Chris Thompson in 2019, had an ADP of 1403 at this time. And when he was picked up in that first waiver run, his average bid was 165. So, you know, that's, you know, if you, you can pay a little more, bid a little more, bid, bid less, it, it depends on the needs of your team. But that's, I think, about where he'll end up going. Next player we want to talk about, Devin Ozigbo, who is, some would speculate, going to be getting the carries in Jacksonville with Leonard Fournette having moved on. Uh, Raquel Armstead has not been practicing much because he was on the the COVID list. So at least initially, it sounds like Ozigbo could be getting a lot of the work, the first and second down work for the Jaguars. He is hugely available in football guys leagues. He's only 8% owned. He's currently available in 571 leagues. So even with the the ADP of of 1605, Zigbo's trending up right now. 
we think his his ADP is going to elevate over the next couple of days. So we're going to project a comp for Ozigbo around um, 1503, which was the Mikko Hardman comp, which was $180. Because he's available in so many leagues, I think that the the bids are going to vary widely um, on him. So, you know, 180 is, is going to be the median, but you could expect some some wild bids perhaps coming in for uh, a Zigbo. And, and the other thing to keep in mind is this, this first waiver run, it's going to catch some people off guard as well. Even if you don't need one of these players necessarily, it's a good idea to just maybe throw in a couple enforcer bids. Of put it, just throw in a dollar, right? If you just want to turn, um, you know, a position over, you could because there's conditional bids for some of these players. You know, I load up that queue of of players to select, and just for a goof, you could put, you know, a Zigbo or Chenault or Snell. You know, I usually like to go five, six players deep on on any of these pickups. It's it's a good idea to just you know, throw a couple bucks in there on some of these guys, um, even if they're not your primary targets in the bid list there. Next player we want to talk about is LaVisca Chenault. We used him as an example earlier. He's not widely available. Um, he's, I see him only listed as being available in seven leagues. So he's 94% owned right now. Um, he's got a current ADP of 1408 we can use that Nicole Hardman comp again of 180, so that's probably about where you want to be. But because there's so much scarcity for him, people might feel compelled to bid him up a little bit more. You know, the, the competition within a league could be a little more fierce than some other players. So uh, 180 is probably the floor of, of what I would I would bid there. You you may want to go a little bit more uh, to get to to get your shot on him. Uh, next player is Hunter Renfro. He's got an ADP right now, 1608. He is available only in 31 leagues right now. He's 90% owned. And that 1608 ADP correlates to a Zay Jones comp from 2019, who was also had an ADP of 1608 at that time. And his average win bid was $75. So 75 bucks is what I probably bid on a, a guy like Hunter Renfro. Denzel Mims is... A guy who looks like he may be gaining some ground on Brashad Perryman. He's practicing now while Perryman has this mysterious injury. He got an MRI on it today. He's still not practicing. Um, so Mims might be someone to look at. He is 75% owned and available in 127 leagues. His ADP right now, he's a 19th rounder, which, you know, once you're, you're talking about players who are, you know, in the 19th and 20th rounds, those are typically your $1 to $10 bid guys, depending on how aggressively you pursue them. You're probably, you, you could sneak him in there for maybe 5 bucks and pick him up. But keep an eye, we're recording this on Wednesday night, if, if Mims's ADP rises into the 18th or 17th round, then be looking to pay a little bit more. For instance, Steven Sims, who is a player that we have listed here, he's a 17th rounder right now, and he is available in 
143 leagues, he is 73% owned. So a comp in 2019 of a 17th round receiver that was picked up in the waivers is Cole Beasley, who was 1702 ADP, and his average winning bid was $25. You can see that the average bids sort of correlate to you know the 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 round that players are selected at that time um at least for this initial waiver run now once we get into the first waiver run this or this actually the second week of waivers uh for football guys you know you're not going to have these round uh comparisons to, to to average against but um at, you would still want to use the waiver wire reports from 2019 as guidance because once you get into the subsequent weeks of the season fab budgets are going to lower there's other variables that factor into the mix of how much a person is willing to bid on a particular player but looking at those historical reports because they're listed on you know the waiver wire master report page at fantasymojo.com every waiver run for every contest is listed there. Main event, football guys, classic, dynasty leagues. They're all listed there. Both ads and drops for their particular waiver runs. So you're definitely going to want to utilize that data as you progress through the season. Another popular player that should be bid on this Friday night is Brian Edwards, wide receiver for Las Vegas. Right now he is he's got an ADP of of fifteen oh two, but we've seen him been going in even the ninth and tenth round in a few of these football guys drafts. So we're going to use a comp of the twelfth round for for Edwards. Jameson Crowder is the comp. Uh, we used him for Chris Thompson earlier. So you're look probably looking at about a two hundred and fifty dollar average winning bid for Brian Edwards um, if you want to shell out that kind of money. You know, and if you don't want to shell out that kind of money, you know, like I said before, you might get away with a with a, a very meager bid, and because people might not be paying attention for this first waiver run, but you know, we're expected to see about a two hundred fifty dollar average winning bid for for Brian Edwards, um, based upon his current draft capital. A couple other guys we're going to throw out there with the Eagles and the mess that's going on with Jalen Rager. Uh, you've got a couple other receivers floating around there. J.J. Arcega, Whiteside, Greg Ward. These are guys who are going right now in the 19th round. So, you know, if, if you're putting in your bids, you know, these aren't necessarily guys you want to target, but they might be guys you want to put in, you know, as your 6th, 7th alternate within a bid group. Um, so $1 to $5, you know, just so you don't come away empty-handed. Uh, within a bid group, um, these are the types of guys that that you can um, put in there. I think these, you know, they're nice bench fillers for sure. Um, until we figure out exactly what's going on with Jalen Rager and then um, Alshon Jeffries not even practicing yet, so he's really not on the radar. But go to the player ownership page on FantasyMojo.com and you'll see, you know, that's basically your list of targets for free agent waiver wire bids it's a lot easier to look at that list because it represents the set of players that have been drafted versus the 
the list of players that exist within the t- uh, teams page um, for your leagues on the FFPC site because you're going to have every player in the league there. But if you look at our player ownership page, you're going to see these are the players that have been drafted. Um, so unless you're looking for somebody that's really off the radar, that's going to be the, the list that you probably want to look at. So you'll look at the players, you'll see what their ownership is, and then you can see if they're actually available in your leagues or not. So that's kind of the way we run through it. Uh, one other player we'll bring up is uh, Tyler Eifert. Going to be the starting tight end for Jacksonville this year. He's only 74% owned. Um, he's got a, a, an ADP of 1703, so a 17th round comp for 2019. And this is funny. Mike Gesicki has an ADP in 2019 of 1711. So we're using Mike Gesicki not as a talent comp, but as a ADP comp from last year to get an average uh, winning bid, and that was $22 um, was was the winning bid for Gesicki in that first waiver run in uh, in 2019. So, but you know that that's basically what we wanted to run through. Uh, help you out if you've never been through an FFPC waiver wire process before. Um, and even if you have been, it, we've given you some tips on, you know, some things that, that might help you streamline the process. Uh, because one of the, one of the, the questions you get on Twitter on all the time is, you know, how much should I bid on this guy? Well, now you have a process to help you figure out for yourself what you should be bidding on a player. You'll be able to do the same thing moving forward in subsequent weeks. You know, you won't have the ADP to use, but you can kind of assess a similar value to players, you know, based upon what you see what you've seen in the historical data to to what they what value you suspect that they have uh this year and that that given week. So uh uh, just one th- other thing. I just want to thank everybody for anybody who subscribed this year. Um, you know, really to help people um, succeed in the FFPC because this is the the contest that we're most passionate about, and we think is it, you know there's great people working there, um, and the games are great, and the, the, we really this is pretty much the only format that we play uh, at this point. So um, it's you know we're, we're doing this to help everyone out there as much as we can. Um, so that's going to do it for this podcast. If you know we might do, I guess ideally we would do this every week, but the time limitations might prevent me from doing that. Um, but at least you have sort of some guidelines here of, of how to attack waivers uh, moving forward. So that's going to be it, and uh, good luck to everyone in the waiver wire process on Friday night. On on Saturday morning, look at FantasyMojo.com, and we should have the results from that first waiver run up, and uh, we'll see who everybody wins, all right? And for everybody who's heading out to Vegas, uh, we won't be there because of uh, the whole mess. Have a good time out there, and we will see you out there in 2021. All right, folks. Have a great night.